I don't know. I'm just going to make it up as I go along. Why, why they do that? Some are horrible people, horrible human beings. Who cares? No, 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 no. Get a hold of yourself. So uh, big taxes for evil rich companies are coming, and I don't know that you can even hear me because I can't hear me. Does that mean you can't hear me? Oh, an electro electric police car loses batteries during a car chase. Bad guy got away. And what is a whistleblower? Who cares? Virginia is 40 days away from an election. That is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio is the founding fathers intended. The Lee brothers. My name's Scott Lee. I have no microphone. Can you hear me? No. Mark. Mark, is there any way we can get a microphone? Hello. Should we get another one here? Hello. Hey, look at that. There you go. I told you magic is real. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this beautiful Friday afternoon. Be safe in your commute. And let's have some fun today, shall we? Mm-hmm. I have a great squirrel story to tell you. Yeah, that's coming up. Phone Squirrels lines are, are open. Awesome. 454-1366. 454-1366. Phone lines are open with the Lee Brothers on this Friday afternoon. Hey, coming up at 5, Mark Warner. He's pushing a new bill. A no-hate act. no Hey, I wish the bill would have been introduced like a long time. I mean, if you can eliminate hate with a bill, I mean, that's that's just impressive. Mark Warner, you're an impressive senator. You think you can pass a bill and there'll be no more hate. I'm I'm blown away. And Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton, the play is in Richmond. There's a thousand people in line for it. We'll talk about what real Hamilton looked like, all that at five dead ahead uh, on the uh, only two-headed talk show outside the uh, capital of the Commonwealth. A little bit crazy here as we start the show. All right. Um, whistleblower. Seriously? What is a whistleblower? Are you sick of this as I am? Whistleblower. Right? Well, first picture in my mind is some guy. I know this is lame. Marty Fife is the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> exactly. It's insane. Um, who really cares? I guarantee you, if we took five phone calls randomly, if we could, let, me, let me rephrase that. If we could call five people randomly and said, what's the whistleblower thing all about? Nobody knows. Nobody cares. And we don't because we are 40 days or less away from an election here in Virginia. And it's critical and it's crucial that you know what's going on right here in the Commonwealth. Because, quite frankly, I'm sick of everything national. The founders didn't have it that way. Alexander Hamilton never had in mind that the federal government would be all-powerful. He's the very one who wrote the Federalist Papers, one of three, who explained that the federal government was designed to be limited in scope. Yet here we are talking every single day about national issues, and there's real issues that can happen right here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. You realize on November 5th, every single member of the General Assembly of the Commonwealth of Virginia, is up for election. So you get to vote November 5th for your House of Delegates member, your state senator. And I 
bet you if we could call five random people again, Mark, <laughs> that they probably wouldn't know who their House of Delegates member is currently or their state senator is currently. And I would just challenge you that if uh, if you all care about politics, you're probably focused nationally, but I'd ask you to turn your focus to right here. Because what happens on November 5th is very critical for the future of Virginia. I'm talking about taxes, spending, priorities of, of every kind, what kind of government you want running every aspect of your life. There is a party out there that is dedicated to making sure, really, quite honestly, everything is run out of Richmond. And that way, it's better for you, little surfing peasant. That's the Democratic Party. There's one race I want you to focus on for just a second. It's Kirk Cox's district, District 66. Kirk Cox is currently the the uh, House Speaker for Virginia. His Democrat rival or opponent is Sheila Bynum Coleman. Bynum Coleman is her last name. She ran an ad this week or last week saying Kirk Cox joined with special interest to deny teachers a raise. Turned out that it was debunked by PolitiFact, which I'm not a particularly fan of. PolitiFact of Virginia said she's a liar and her pants are on fire. (laughs) Seriously. Liar, liar, pants on fire for the Democrat Sheila Bynum Coleman, who's running against Kirk Cox. It turns out that Kirk Cox, I don't know if you know this, is a teacher. And he's voted every time there was an opportunity to raise teacher pay. He voted for it in 2005 and 2006, 2007, 13, 15, 2018, and 2019. He voted for all those teacher pay raises. Hmm. That's strange. No wonder she's liar, liar, pants on fire. That would work uh, and, and make sense with that. But here's what I want you to know. Once you get a little glimpse into this woman, Sheila, let's be on a first name basis, aren't we? District six, Sheila, you're you're uh, you're a first name basis with her, right, Richard? You know Sheila personally, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, huge, huge of fan. course, uh-huh. not so much. <laughs> Here's what uh, Sheila was asked on uh, a, a local radio station or TV station here in Richmond. Uh, she was asked, "So, what's this election about, Sheila?" Here's what she says: "This election is about people versus corporations and special interest groups." It is, really. It's, that's what it's about, really. So, if the what if the special interest groups and corporations win? Yeah, did they get the seat? I didn't know they were on the ballot. Actually, did I you, didn't, did you know I they didn't, were on the ballot? I had no I, idea. I thought it was her against Kirk Cox. What an educational show. <laughs> versus corporations and special interest groups. I'm challenging an incumbent that's been in office for 29 years. So? And this is about the people having a voice in our government. It is? And wow. issues being addressed and moving Virginia forward and having new leadership. Oh, I see. Do you think that uh, maybe people haven't had a voice for 29 years? No voice. No voice. Th- that's, no voice at all look, for look, 29 nine, years, really? There's no voice. Come on. Come on. We need, a, we need a Sheila to give him a voice. Because they've been apparently mute. So, Sheila, what are you running on? What are you running against Delegate Kirk Cox? What's your big issue? Let's find out. Here's one. We want to make sure that everyone has access to clean water and clean air. Oh! oh. Kirk Cox is against that? What a change. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that... What a difference. Is there, is there someone in the General Assembly who's against clean air and clean water? Somebody tell me. Who would that be? I, I, I bet they ran on that ticket. Guess what? I'm running to tell you that I am against clean air. I have my own clean air and my own clean water. And I'm voting against you having yours. That's insane. 
Come on, Sheila. There's got to be more. Is there more? We want to make sure that everyone has access to clean water and clean air. We want to make sure that we have regulations to make sure that the water is clean. Right now, our government is removing regulations and we have more chemicals that are in our water. And that, to me, is an atrocity to the people. We've got to regulate our water and making sure that we have clean water and everyone has access to it. What year is this? the The government is removing... Clean water? Or is it putting stuff in the water? They're putting to stuff make in it, the water. Make it. The government's doing that. Kirk Cox is doing that. I wonder actually. if it's going to change color. You know, if they changed it orange or red or something like that, it might be... Might be interesting. Kind of cool. But uh, if it's just going to be clear again, I don't want to put anything in the water. I am... Uh, just saying. I'm just uh, wondering, is this is this woman... Is she bright? Sheila, you're running on clean air and clean water? You mean Kurt Cox, who's your opponent, is against that? Can I s- say that she doesn't sound too bright? Uh, that would be so mean of you. You oh, wait, she's not done here. What about LGBT? Hang on, Trump. Can we have an LGBT, please? Uh, let's ask that question. See if see if we've got the. Uh, no, okay, we don't have that one. But here's Sheila Burnham Bynum Coleman talking about LGBTQ. I want to make sure that people who belong to the LGBTQ community are created equally. I'm f- They're created equally. Wait a minute. Sheila, I, I'm, I, I didn't know you had a God, she has a God complex here. That all it? men except members of the LGBTQ community are created equal. Who's saying that? Right? Those people, not so much. Is, is, is there a place that says that? She running against some boogeyman who says that? I don't know. She's saying created equal. So are you talking about going forward because the ones in the past weren't? I I don't understand what she's saying. I don't think create is the word she's looking for here. Let's listen to it again. I want to make sure that people who belong to the LGBTQ community are created equally. You can't guarantee that. What are you going to make sure they're created? Equally amongst themselves or equally amongst people who aren't members of that community? What exactly... Do you mean? I just remember she's running against she's running against Kirk Cox, who apparently is such a boogeyman to Sheila Bynum Coleman that he wants dirty air and dirty water. He uh, doesn't think people are created equally, and that Sheila can create them equally, as she says. Let's wow. Let's go on here. Are created equally. I'm fighting for equality, liberty, and justice for all. These should not just be words that we read or we talk about. These- so, so I guess Kirk Cox isn't. I see. All right, a little long on the break here. Let's take uh, take a quick break with your phone calls next. 454-1366-454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. LGBTQ <laughs> community. Tired of talk shows where hosts think they know everything? Call the Lee Brothers. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Well, if you ask me where I come from. Think locally. Here's what Think I tell the state in Commonwealth Virginia. Stop thinking nationally. Look, federalism should be alive and well. The Tenth Amendment says everything not enumerated in the federal government is left to the states. And yet many of you don't even know who is running on November 5th. We have a local election. You're focusing on whistleblowers and whistlegate and all the rest of this crap in the federal level. Meanwhile, there's a huge race happening right where you are. In fact, every race is on the ballot November 5th. Every candidate. Kirk Cox is going up against 
Sheila. Sheila Bynum Coleman is running against him, and she has uh, made herself quite known, talking about LGBT and the importance of being them created equal, whatever she said. And she continues here as she explains herself. Should be the principles in which we live by, and no one should be discriminated for their their sexual orientation, their gender identity. We should all we should live in a society where people are treated equally, and I want to make sure that people are protected. And that's not happening. You're going against who? What boogeyman are you running against here? That's what I don't understand about the left. There's they've always have this crazed boogeyman, and Kirk Cox has been there for 29 years. How bad has it been? I mean, what are you saying? All these people are being abused and attacked, and you're going to show up and do what exactly? I'm I'm just saying these things doesn't mean anything, Sheila. Then she talks about women. Here we go. And as far as women's rights, uh, do you see those being eroded? Of course. Virginia. Uh, Of course they're eroded. Of course. Women are digressing, aren't they? Does anyone really think that? Where is that happening? Does Sheila Bynum Coleman really so shallow on any other topics that she has to actually find the closest microphone in 2019 and say, women are regressing? It's getting worse? And what is your plan to fix this, Sheila? Getting worse than what? For who? And your plan, Sheila? 38th state to ratify the ERA. As a woman, I should be paid the same amount as you for the same work. What if you suck? Just because you're a woman, you should be paid the same? What if you're not working as hard as a man? You still should be paid the same? If that's the case, I want to identify as a woman. That way I can suck and make more money. That's the problem with is this. Is that right? Yeah. That, that that's accurate? the whole problem Isn't with that this. Isn't that what she just said? That is what she said. Perfectly so. There's something wrong with this equal pay Sheila, for equal work. Connie, sister, identifies with- your sister now. Mm-hmm. Women have to be included in the Constitution and make sure that we're treated equally. That's... I don't even know why it's up for debate. Why Why is it up for debate? Why because you put it, it there. In 2019, women are not included in our U.S. Constitution. What? Now, this is how this woman thinks. And by the way, I want you to remind Sheila, you're running for a delegate in the House in Richmond. You don't get to control the Constitution of the United States. Well, unless you want to vote for the ERA and try to think that you can ratify something that's already passed. Sheila. Women aren't in the Constitution? What has been happening? Have I missed the, 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 the a threat to women? Have we missed the last few hundred years? Right. I think we have. I think we have. All right, so that's Sheila on that. Then she goes on to Sheila. talk about uh, the uh, minimum wage, which she could shock you. She's a leftist Democrat running against Kirk Cox. Here's what she said about that. Virginia is ranked number one for businesses. However, the minimum wage is seven twenty-five an hour. We have people that cannot take care of their families. They cannot afford to pay their rent or their mortgage. Well, then what are you going to do? You're going to well, make it being a teenager. They shouldn't have families, right? You know, because that's who's going to benefit from a higher minimum wage in Virginia. It's not going to be families. It's going to be. Teenagers. There's no benefit. Kids who go to work after school. There's no benefit to a higher wage, higher minimum. There's zero. And by the way, Sheila, how do you know that these people who are only making minimum wage only deserve minimum wage? How do you know they deserve more? How do you know, Sheila? Are you get some crystal ball that you get to sit in this far off land and be king or queen for a day and then decide that nobody should be paid the minimum wage? That's insane. But this is how the left thinks. 
It's just consistent with liberalism. Sheila, continue. And pay their utility bills. We've got to bring up the minimum wage and we have to make sure that we have a livable wage. The way people. Oh, now it's not just a minimum. It's a livable. What's that? $20, $25, $30 an hour? Is that enough? Keep going because I'm getting excited. Exactly. When does it end? That's the silliness of the minimum wage argument anyway. Hey, Bill and Brian, I need to families. talk to you guys. And yes, it's, it's good for business. $49 an hour would be awesome. good for people. Good for workers. Then again. That's Sheila. $4.90 would be awesome too, I guess. <laughs> Bynum Coleman. Sheila Bynum Coleman. All right, you want more? You want to hear Say some more stuff from this now. woman? Sheila Bynum Coleman. Against Delegate Kirk Cox. That's the name to remember not to vote for. This is an interesting one. This is her on job training. Now, I've always been, I've always wondered about job training. Is, is, the, is the purpose of government to train people for a job? That's the first I've heard of it. If it is, I want to get down there. I mean, seriously, think about that. Is it the government's role to train people? Maybe Sheila actually thinks it is. And we're currently doing that. I get it. But how far do you take this? Here's Sheila. We have to have a robust workforce. We've, we have a workforce development center that it is underutilized. We've got to get people back to work, and we have to do more training. So we have to make sure that we are training people so that they can be ready for the new new jobs that are available. The, Artif- the what? The what kind of jobs? New jobs that are available. Artif- oh, okay. Ready for the new, new jobs that are available. Artificial <laughs> intelligence is coming, Art- no oh. matter what. It's coming. When I'm in the grocery store... Today, there were less checkout lines. They were all automated. That's not less. You know, listening to her talk makes me excited that artificial intelligence <laughs> that is, is coming. coming. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Oh, that's great. it's not a lot going on here. You know, I was a little concerned about this race until I've heard Sheila. Now, I, 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 don't, I don't have a problem. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have a problem with her personally. It's just that her, her policies and, and her... And her <laughs> I really Quit do. making this personal. I really But do. this comment right here about when I went to the grocery store and there were less checkout lines and then there were... That's <laughs> not true. Artificial intelligence. Here, listen. Pushing your basket around its door. It's coming. When I'm in the grocery store today, there were less checkout lines. They were all automated. We have got to make that's sure that less lines. Quit that's, saying that's that. That's more lines. That's more lines. Well, and the fact lines. that they're all automated. Yeah. Oh, she's not telling the truth. What do you mean she, they take them out of Kroger? What do you mean? Yeah, but they're adding your self checkout lines. So they're not getting rid of lines. They're just getting. I've correct. That's correct. That's correct. Anyway, continue on, Sheila. Creating a robust workforce, and we're training people for the new world-class jobs that we're getting. I'm excited. We're getting world-class jobs. I'm excited that Sheila is in this race. World-class jobs. Delegate Kirk Cox, folks, District 66 against this woman. You get to vote November 5th. Your phone call's next, 454 He shouldn't have to say a word. 454 <laughs> <laughs> 1366 Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 what? WNTW. Sibling rivalry, brotherly love. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Now, this is just one race. Delegate Kirk Cox against Sheila Bynum Coleman. Now, Sheila was talking about guns, too. Here's what she said about guns. Universal background checks. Oh, yeah, that's it. We have to... Realize that there is an epidemic, a problem facing our communities. And no one does, right? It's a secret. 
She we figured all, it we out. Get it. It's the first time I heard. About uh, it. First time I heard. So she goes on to talk about how important. It must be a steel allergy or something. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it must be something like that. She she continues here. My daughter was shot in 2016. I'm so and sorry. She survived, but this weekend my friend's son, godson, was murdered, leaving a nightclub. We have to protect our families and our communities. We have got to address it. And right now, we have to start with universal background checks. When I'm so, so she is thinking I want you to tell her that we do something called universal background checks now. We, 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 well, we do background checks now. I'm sure she's referring to this you know, guy selling the gun to some friend of his or something, which um, wouldn't have stopped a single thing she's concerned about. Not one. All right, coming up. The uh, wealth tax. There isn't one currently in America, but Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, and Bernie Sanders want one. Are you ready for that? Oh, it's only going to be 1% on certain levels. Really? Do you remember how the income tax started? Yeah. Be very fearful of a Democrat who promises it's just this much on them. Hate them. We'll never do it again. We'll never do it again. All that. Wink, wink. And more. Check us out. WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you directly to our page. Two great videos there. Your phone call's next. 454-1366. The Lee Brothers. These guys are crazy. Where a comedy act and a serious thought collide. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. We built this city. On the Hudson River. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. Right on the banks. We built this city on rock and roll. We're on the ghost. Just after 435. Outside the Capitol. The Commonwealth of Virginia, the home of Jefferson, Madison, Henry, the Lee Brothers. Speaking of homes, there's one for sale. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother, sister, my wacky left. Sometimes his far left. Yeah, Richard Lee. There is a house for sale. It's on the banks of the Hudson River. Man bought it years ago. True story. He bought it. Then late at night, he's laying in bed and wham, he has a door slamming. The ghosts were angry. I guess they were arguing. I don't know. You know, it went on for a while. So he sued the lady he bought it from. And his suit stated that she did not disclose to him the, uh, that the haunted. house was, in fact, haunted. Did he and win? And a man won. That's ridiculous. The house was haunted. The really? Judge, how, do they, how do they adjudicate that whole thing? The That's judge unbelievable. spent the night at that. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> exactly. But anyway. That's insane. He, so now the house is for sale again. So I yeah. thought if anyone's moving to New York, this is a really cool house. So I wonder if... So I'd sleep during the day and stay up at night. So you know what's interesting about that story? Wait for it the could ghost. Be, it could be uh, Alexander Hamilton's ghost because on the Hudson, you know, he had to go to New Jersey where he did the duel with, with, uh, with uh, Burr and was shot and killed. And I wonder if that's a ghost on the banks of the Hudson. I wonder if it is. All these people lined up to see the Hamilton play. I mean, maybe that's a connection there. Who knows? Anyway. He heard someone yell out, I pity the fool who duels with Raymond Barrett. Anyway, 
This house is for sale. Good. It could be Alexander Hamilton. Did they did, did they uh, document the fact that it's haunted now? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. That's how the ghosts talk. <laughs> no, that's how you. They talk. have a New York accent. Yeah. This they, you walk through the house do. and say, "I think I might buy this house," and you hear "Absolutely." Coming from the wall. It's the weirdest story in the world. The wall. Only you would find that kind of story. And then you hear, wham, the door slams. All right, let's have a Then violent. he says, don't let the door hit you in the butt on your way out. Wham. Well, let's take a. Uh, That's what the ghost said. Let's take a violent, violent shot. Not me. Back to you. I had nothing to do with it. Okay. That's just what the ghost said. All right, so we can't avoid national politics, obviously. Or ghosts. There is everywhere. A, there's a, there's a there's a wealth tax being debated in the Democratic Party. And by the way, there's not a party that, that slams that, doors regularly that doesn't like taxes or ghosts any more than the Democratic Party. They love taxes. The Democratic Party loves them so much they would tax ghosts if they could. If they could to get find a way, and they might to build them. Sure. Here's here's Joe Biden in this this campaign for president. Here's what he said about taxes. It was funny. The tax cut he passed. For multimillionaires and billionaires. By the way, by the way, by the way, Trump did not pass a tax cut for multi-billionaires and trillionaires. He didn't do that. No, he, he didn't. lowered the, the, the all the marginal tax rates. That's it's ridiculous that he gets away with this. All right, Joey, go ahead. Tax cut he passed mm-hmm. for multimillionaires and billionaires. Guess what? When I'm president, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> So, in other words, when he's president, he's going to screw you. He's going to screw everyone. And that is the sound of a ghost (laughs) behind Joey Boy. And guess what? When I'm president and the ghost says, (laughs) and Biden goes, what was that? It's gone. It's gone. I didn't mean it. Guess what? When I'm president, it's gone. So tax cut, tax increases are coming. He's kind of kooky, isn't he? Yeah, the only thing missing in that whole thing is somebody slamming the door. Right. He should have said, it's gone. Wham! All right, so here's the deal. Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, and Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, in fact, just released his wealth tax. Bernie what? Bernie Sanders. Sound like you said Bernie Fanders. Yeah, Bernie Sanders just released his his wealth tax. Bernie Sanders Fanders? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Isn't that here, funny? Here, I thought here, he was a cartoon character. Here's what he Sandy said. Fander. Here's what Bernie Sanders said about. He's got superpowers, uh, right? What If he did, we'd have a tax on us right now. Looks like Yosemite Sand. So he said this. <laughs> he, he was talking about how there's inequity. Inequity. Of course, you know, some people make inequity. a loss and some people don't. Inequity. He said enough is enough. We're going to take a billion dollar, the billionaire class, reduce wealth inequality in America, and stop our democracy from turning into a corporate oligarchy. Oligarchy. So, Most of the people he's talking to are going, oligarchy. Yeah. I ate that last night for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea what he's talking about. There's no a buffet idea. of this stuff right down the street. It's really tasty. You know what's it funny about guacamole this? guacamole in it and stuff, I think. It's interesting. <laughs> Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, who's considering a wealth tax, and Elizabeth Warren, who has her own version of a, of a wealth tax, there are people who actually believe that if Bernie Sanders can tax the wealthy more, that they're going to benefit from that. Do you think Elizabeth Warren smokes the peace pipe too much? You, well, I'm she, just saying. 
But do you understand what I'm telling? I mean, people actually think that they should applaud this. Why despise the wealthy? Why should the wealthy get a 1% increase on the wealthiest? Only 180,000 families. Let's get together and hate them all. The There's only 180,000? I'm game. Let's gang up and beat up on the 180,000 people. Can we uh, that have billions of dollars? Can we bring my ghost friend along so he can slam the door? Please. Is there something wrong? Don't you find something annoying about that? Oh, very. The last time, very much so. That the I'm Democrats, not sure what it is. Tell me why I'm annoyed. Demo- You're gonna have to figure that one out. I can tell you why I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed because you you annoy me. <laughs> That's why I'm annoyed. Oh, about hoping. wealth tax. I'm sorry. I'm annoyed at the wealth tax. Shot too, by the way, in a goal, I made it. Bernie Sanders said there's only 180,000 households in America who are in the top 0.1%. And if you'll join me and vote for me, then we can sock it to them. And some people are like, and some people are like, what? I can't wait for you to sock it to them. (laughs) That's pretty good. I I bet you Bernie was sitting at home going, tag on, I wish I had thought of that. It's gone. He is. I didn't whisper at all. I should have. I should have whispered or brought the ghost in. Daggone it! So there is a. a, a here's what uh, Bernie Sanders is supporting. He would start with a one percent net worth tax on those who have thirty two million uh, of, of uh, net worth. That means they'd pay essentially five thousand dollars more. <gasps> oh no! People are like, that's not much, Scott and Richard. Why not let them pay that? Because the, there's it's a wealth tax. It's almost whether it's constitutional or not to go at someone's wealth and say, oh, I see. You have this much money. I'm just going to go grab it. What, what, you if they were to that, do that? what, what, what if they were going to give that 5000 to us? Isn't that funny? That's what people are voting to do. They yeah, actually they think, think they're, they're getting the money. Get it, yeah, they're exactly. Not. They're not we're getting it. So just stand down. We're getting it. The bottom line is we're not broke. There's plenty of money. <laughs> It's just the government doesn't have it. That's right. And Bernie's going to fix that. And Joe Biden's going to fix that. And Elizabeth Warren. So no matter who you vote for in the Democratic side, you're going to probably get a wealth tax. And your life is going to suck worse. It will. Because guess who the wealthy do? (laughs) Guess what the wealthy do? They hire people. They They start companies. To make you suck. They invest so that you can begin to start a company. This this is the the lie of the left. People go into business to make other people suck. To make their lives suck, in other words. That's what, I'm going to start a company and see how many people I can hire and make their lives suck. <laughs> That's my goal in it life. Is. I think that's everyone's goal. I'm sure there are people out there who think it's a great idea to have a wealth tax. Unless somehow it, uh, it's, it, it starts to lower, right? Right now it's $32 million. Eventually it'll be 32 It should be $25 million. Then, then it's going to be $10 million. If you let a Democrat's proverbial camel in the nose in the tent... You're going to have a wealth tax for anybody who has wealth. If you save money for your future, the Democrats want to tax it. If you do the right things in your life, save for college, save and do the right thing, put money away for retirement, the Democrats want a piece of it. That is wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. And it's just, uh, but it's where America's heading. It's <laughs> Eventually, that's where your millions will be. It's gone. gone. Uh, we'll save this one forever. Thanks, thanks, Joe Biden. We get to, we get together and chant that to draw the, the the ghost to us. 
Your phone calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366, the Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and AM 820 WNTW. James Madison and George Washington would be so proud. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother, my brother, my sister. There are consequences. To grow up and live there are consequences for liberal policies. A California police officer lost a suspect in a traffic after the battery in his electric police car conked out before he was able to nab the crook he was chasing in a high-speed chase. Isn't that perfect? By the way, the guy got away. He's driving a Tesla model, and as he was chasing the guy, he's talking, saying, I'm going to need some help because I only have six miles left on my charge. Really? Is it? Just for info, I am down to six miles of battery on a Tesla, so I may lose it here in a second. <laughs> He's driving a Tesla police car? He's driving a Tesla police car in California, which, by How the way— How much are Teslas? hundred grand? Yeah, something like that, yeah. And they use those sort of police cars. Uh, I guess they do. Police officers around here drive a Taurus. Best case scenario, an Explorer. Well, here's the good news on that. They're not going to run out of battery. No, they're not going to run out of battery. It's like it's like telling the police, look, uh, you need to only carry a knife because the bad guys are going to be carrying guns. I mean, you're chasing guys in sports cars that use gasoline. You're driving an electric car that's going to flash out. So he simply said, I've only got six miles. I need someone to get in front of me. I'm to six miles of battery on a Tesla, so I may lose it here in a second. If someone else is able, can they maneuver into the number one spot? I'm going for. I gotta try to find a uh, charging station for the Tesla so I can make it back to the city. <laughs> make it back to the city. This is our police force. This is, where are charging stations for Teslas? Are they all well, over the I guess place? They're or, all, well, they're in the I city. Mean, he was outside the city at that there's point. There's a shopping center off Route One that's got a Tesla charging station. I guess we should feel better. I mean, the planet is. I wonder if you pay by the by the hour or minute or whatever at a Tesla charging station. Or if you just I, I don't pull know. in, I don't, plug that's in, a very and good question. there's no charge. It, I don't think it really, it's just If ridiculous. everybody's raising living <laughs> standards to the point where everybody's got a car and everybody's got air conditioning and everybody's got a big house, uh, well, the planet will boil over. <laughs> so what, do we get to pick one of the three? Yeah. We either get a car or a house or, or air, air conditioning. conditioning. Can't have all three. I think I'll have air conditioning out I'll, under I'll, my tree. I'll have an electric car that is. I'll put air, air conditioning in my box and I'll just. Here's an idea. If we could get. Maybe the, you can pick two of the three. I don't know. If we could get just the bad guys to buy drive electric cars, that'd be good. People call me Spock for a reason. Yeah. There you go. Here's, a, here's another story out of Pulaski, Virginia. Police are praising a Virginia woman who says a squirrel led her down a trail and tugged on her leg to help its injured baby. Squirrels are incredibly smart. Richard, it's a rodent. It's vermin. It's a it's pain a in the butt. It's a rodent with a furry tail, so he's a little bit different than a rodent. You're, I was playing with a squirrel earlier today. He was eating peanuts. As I held him with one hand, he ate peanuts with the other. That's your pet squirrel. That's my daughter's pet squirrel. Which is an interesting story into itself, quite oh, honestly. Very, I think our listeners need to know that your daughter caught a baby squirrel and fed it its whole life to the point that it lives in your house now. Is that what I'm understanding? Yes. Free to roam? 
Uh, yeah. Poop Greater or Rome. Does it poop anywhere or not? No. He's oh, he's, he's potty very trained. well trained. <laughs> what are you lying he to me right now? He's potty trained. No. You he's potty, potty trained. You, hang on a second. He you, needs to go to the bathroom on, in the house. Just go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. He is trained. He is trained. You potty trained a squirrel. What Not only do you I have a poop on my shoulder or something, I was playing with. I don't earlier. know. I don't. You know don't how, know. I don't know. I don't know anything about how. This if works. I do, you better tell me because he was Here, he was sitting on my shoulder. Here's the Pulaski he, story, and then I want to go back to your, your your squirrel story. Pulaski Police Department posted this on Facebook. Something happened in town today that would have had wouldn't had to see to believe. Tia Powell contacted the police department in reference to a squirrel following her. On a trail. According to Powell, she was walking on the trail and was approached by a squirrel. The squirrel, the squirrel, Excuse me, Mama. The squirrel stood in her way on the trail. After realizing the squirrel did not mean any harm and wasn't going to leave her side, Powell turned around and the squirrel led her down the trail to a baby squirrel with an injured leg. At one point, Powell wasn't sure she could help, and she began walking Away and the squirrel followed her again, actually tugging on her pant leg. Now, at this point, this, the story has become lunacy, but and we'll continue. Pal then realized the cat was attempting a cat was attempting to attack a <laughs> mama cat. and baby squirrel. <laughs> Listen to what Pal did. It was actually a cat, not a squirrel. Pal immediately called her friend and the police department, which is what normal people would do. Call the police department. A squirrel has grabbed my pant leg. Do you have squirrel police? When the officers arrived, both squirrels were patiently sitting with Powell on the ground. Well, that's what I would do, call my friend. Hey, you're a squirrel expert, right? Yeah, I know how to cook them. I can cook them on a stick. I can cook them in a pan. I'm not a fan of squirrels. Tastes like chicken, I hear. I don't know. You have a pet squirrel that doesn't poop in your house. That's interesting. He's trained. He only poops you know in Miranda's room. Here's the thing. I, I know I've seen the squirrel. It's he actually only impressive. poops it's in Miranda's room, I think. I don't know where the thing <laughs> Exactly. That's poops. my point. You got it but all over I your house. I have never dude. seen it. And you don't even know it. That's lovely. I you're can't wait to have crap. that. Let's come Literally, over to your house. You're full of squirrel crap. <laughs> come over great. to my house and I'll make sure you're full of squirrel crap. <laughs> four, five, four, 13, 66. I think he goes in a litter box in her room. I really sure do. he does. You bet. Keep I really do. You believe I often do. If the bathroom's taken. Oh. We're going to step out of your room for a minute. Now, Quickly! We've, we've <laughs> gone, gone, off. <laughs> we've gone <laughs> off the deep end. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and AM 820 WNTW. In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. You can't hold back the free market. You can't stop in a free market capitalistic system. You can try, but it'll never happen because a squirrel will come down the trail and stop <laughs> you. What do you think you're doing? Heading off the free market, maybe? Here's, Got any nuts here's in your pocket? I about. might let you pass. Here, here's They're what, like little trolls. Here's what I'm referencing. Airbnb is essentially illegal in Richmond. You cannot have an Airbnb in, 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 in Richmond. They have I guess they haven't passed a ordinance allowing less than 30-day rentals. It Maybe they should explain to them what an Airbnb is. Well, it turns out Airbnb hosts in Richmond made $3.8 million despite the illegality of it, which I find absolutely hilarious because, look, as much as a politician wants to step in and say, you can't rent your place, they're not going to be able to because people— can make their own decisions about Absolutely. whether they're going to do things. About laws and everything. 
Uh, so if you want to visit Richmond, you can find almost 1,200 places to stay in Airbnb. None of them actually are technically legal. The city code prohibits rentals and residential properties for fewer than 30 days, yet it hasn't stopped Richmond from embracing, yes, own free markets, people doing what they want to do with their money, and good for them. And here's an idea. Right? Yeah, what's Stay what's, at the Airbnb for 30 days, then you're legal. But they made $3.8 million without doing that, so. Bleh. Think of what they make Bleh. if they force people to stay 30 days. Yeah. Shazam. Well, that's true. That's true. Shazam. Shazam. Got it. Okay. That's a real word. Uh, no, I did, we're not challenging your, well, actually, I was going to challenge you. I learned it from a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, I did. On one that really doesn't did. poop in your house. That's you know, the realistic. All right, you know, he does it, but when he comes to visit you, I'm going to tell him. Coming up, Mark, you know, Mark Warner take has Take the diaper off and have a field day. I'm buddy. not coming to visit. <laughs> Mark Warner has solved hate in America. I was talking about him in your house. Mark Warner has solved hate in America. He now is going to support a no-hate act. Isn't that convenient? A no-hate act. So we're going to talk about that next. And there's ah, the simplicity of it just makes me puke. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? And do we need an anti-racist constitutional amendment? You won't believe this garbage. All that is dead ahead. Check us out at WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page. Two great videos there. You got to see them. Are squirrels racist? We'll we'll tell you next. WNTWTheAnswer.com. 454-1366, The Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and AM 820, WNTW. I don't know. I'm just going to make it up as I go along. Because, uh, why Why they do that? Some are horrible people, horrible human beings. Who cares? No, 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 Get a hold of yourself. sound a man makes when a squirrel lands in the middle of his back, unannounced, unbeknownst to him, the squirrel just flies and lands on his back. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So Hamilton, coming to Richmond. Yeah, do people really know the real Hamilton? We'll discuss that. Do we need an anti-racist constitutional amendment a professor says yes this is insane you will not believe it and mark warner senator mark warner pushes a new bill it's called no hate act oh goody that's next virginia citizens and american patriots the only two-headed talk show inside the capital the commonwealth of virginia the lee brothers my name's scott lee hi i'm richard lee thanks for joining us it's a lovely friday afternoon we're going to get some rain overnight hey Hey, wonder if the squirrels will stay dry. All right, so 454-1366. Phone lines are open, 454-1366. Tim Kaine and Mark Warner came together this week, and they are pushing for the passage of a bill called No Hate Act. And I look, let's just admit something. The left is very good with titles. They're very good with big-hearted things that mean absolutely nothing. Now, the No Hate Act sounds really great. I can't believe we didn't pass this with Adam, with Adam and Eve. I mean, Why did we think of this? Oh, well, Adam and Eve should have come out with an act like this. The No Hate Act, there'll be no hating. And by the way, who are you arguing with? Who wouldn't pass the No Hate Act? Who wouldn't pass it? Thank goodness we have two amazing senators here in Virginia that are against hate because all those others would be for hate. 
Hmm. I wonder how her their party feels about passing a no hate act, though, because their party is the party of haters. Hey, so, Richard, it so I, much is. Thank they're going to blackball these two guys right. because they like to hate. They, they are, love to hate. They want to hate. They haters. look for the reasons to hate. They are definitely haters. Listen to Mark Warner here. This is Mark Warner. He's all excited about it. He's at the uh, outside at the press conference. Mark Warner, go. Yeah, there's only one appropriate response. Yes. To hateful violence. Oh, here we go. All right, first of all, before he even answers, there's only one appropriate response to hateful violence. I would call it justice. What would you Get say? Get arrested, thrown in jail. Those are the proper responses to I'd it. I'd say let's, let's hate the Republicans for it. And let's blame it on Trump. I don't know which is first. Probably blaming it on Trump and then hating the Republicans for it. Let's um, see what he says. I'm not sure which one it is. Well, start over, Mark Warner, please. Yeah, there's only one appropriate response to hateful violence. He had to collect his thoughts there for and a And that means we need, as leaders... To hate Trump. ...to send a clear and unequivocal voice that we don't abide hate. No kidding. What a light bulb moment, Mark Morgan. We don't abide hate. All the leaders need to stand up and say, this is absolutely absurd. Of course no one likes hate. We need these people to stand in front of us and treat us like serfs and peasants. You cute little serf. We don't like hate. We're your leaders. We're going to show you that we don't like hate. How insane is this? This is legitimate, folks. This isn't a parody. You would think it's a parody that senators would come out and go, we got a no hate act. It's as real. All right, I'm sorry. Should we continue? Let Mark Warner go again? Should we? Why not? <laughs> that we don't abide hate. Gee, the the truth we is, about there are not fine people on each side of a neo-Nazi rally. Okay, you liar. That's A where, new Nazi? A neo-Nazi rally. This is where he's talking about Trump saying there's good people on both sides. That's a lie. Trump never said that. I this was wondering when they were going to bring Trump into it. There they it had goes. to bring Trump yep. into it. Good point. There it is. Of course, Warner is fascinating, looking for something that's not even there. Continue. The truth is, there'll never be room in our great democracy for those who preach violence against our fellow Americans. There's no room for that, Richard. So there's no room for the Democratic Party anymore? <laughs> it's cool. There's no Life room for is it. good? Life is good, man. Wow. I just think if they pass... I'm walking out and going home. This is great. They're going to pass the No Hate Act. Here's what it does, by the way, in case you're wondering, well, Scott and Richard, what, what is this bill? It would authorize the Department of Justice to issue grants to states and local governments to insist in implementing a registry, including training employees to identify hate crimes. So it's not like an act that says you can't hate. The No Hate Act is actually a depository to register hate. Hmm. They named it wrong, didn't they? Mark Warner, you're just a, you're a schmuck. He totally is a schmuck. I mean, it's just... The folks who want to shout me down, five years or so from now, they can fire me if I don't get it done. Uh, we missed that. Chance. And they should have. <laughs> we totally missed that opportunity. You squat. Mark Warner. Uh, don't worry, Tim Kaine is in this too. Tim Kaine said it's, it's on all of us to stand up against hate. Um, Okay. Do you ever get the sense that the Democrats arguing with nobody? Is there somebody out there going with their hand up? I'm all for hate. Sign me up for hate. I'm all for it. No. 
See, here's the problem with these ridiculous hate crimes that don't exist, by the way. There is no hate crime. Oh, don't get me wrong. There are people who do things in the name of hate, but you can't, you cannot punish thought. Yeah, you've you got people pu- like the Grinch. Yeah, you gotta punish like that. You gotta punish their activities. If you start punishing thought, you imagine what kind of society we're gonna have? Think of it this way. Currently, if they're if they get to define what hate is, and the left will, ultimately the left will decide what hate is and what it isn't, because this is what they do. The hate groups that are listed by certain government officials are things like, I don't know, the Family Research Council. That is a hate group defined by the American left. So if you think, oh, it's just, it's okay, Scott and Richard, they're out just to stop hate. No, they're out to stop Christian groups like the Alliance Defending Freedom, like anybody who's a Mormon like the Family Watch Institute, like the Family Research Council, the American Family Association. Yes, these are all hate groups. So when Mark Warner and Tim Kaine have a bill that's going to identify hate groups called No Hate Act, it really means, well, you. If you're a Christian and like the Family Research Council, for example, be very weary of these hate crime legislations that do nothing but divide us, not unite us. There is no such thing as a hate crime. There isn't. There are people who do things under hate. That's fine. But they ought to be punished for the things they do, not for their thought. Their thought is irrelevant. What matters is what they do. If they beat up somebody because they're gay and they don't like them, they get the maximum punishment for beating up somebody. How can you get in someone's head and try to determine why they did it when it doesn't matter why they did it? It only matters that they did it. What if they walk in there and go, this is why I did this? Doesn't then, matter. Then what? Doesn't matter. They're punished for what they did, not for what they think. Doesn't matter. Okay, it matters. Feel better? No. If I was Nothing judge, i what'd you say to me? <laughs> you talking to me? Mark Warner and Tim Kaine, the No Hate Act. Only the left can come out with a, of a bill like this that makes it sound so... I would think they would be... Angry at them, either that or they'd say, "That's a good cover story." Let's let's make people think we don't hate. I just love how Mark. I'm surprised they didn't call it "We Love You Act." The Love You Act, the Force the Love You Act. Here's the second part of what Mark Warner was saying. And all of the colleagues, all of my friends here have said this. Maybe the most important thing we can do at this moment, when the things are a little challenging in our day job. Uh, but where we can come together as America's representatives and love one and another and say, no matter what we disagree on, we absolutely agree that in the United States of America, hate has no place going forward. We love you. It's so ridiculous. We're we love you, though. I mean, that's <laughs> what they should say. We love you. Isn't the, it funny? The Love Act. This is like yeah, that. Sounds so much. It would sound more better. positive. It would sound positive. They're very negative. Yeah, they are negative. They are negative. And they don't try to be. No. They're trying to be nice. Yeah, they're trying to be nice. This is a no-hate act, not a love-you act. Listen to how he sounds at the end of this. It's just so... I think they might have talked about being a love-you act, and they started crying or something. I don't know. That's how ridiculous this is. Listen to the end of this again. No matter what we disagree on, we absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. To love you. in the United States of America, hate has no place. It has no place. Going forward. Thank you. 
Thank you, Senator Warner, for fixing that for all of us. Hating has no place. I guess they couldn't say that if it was a, something that had, if it was a I love you act. They couldn't say love has hate no has place. no place. Well, they could still say. They could. You know, it's hate a, has no place. It's like so, it's like. Because we love you. It's like the Democrats come out and say, absolutely, without question, we all could say the sky's blue. Absolutely. There's no place for a, a red sky in our country. Only, but it like, would look cool. It's like they're arguing with no one. No, who are you arguing with, Mark Warner? When you say something so impassioned, like you just did there, that oh. in the United States of America, oh. hate has no place. Hate has no place going forward. I mean, who are you arguing with? I mean, this is what's ridiculous about this. They actually think they've got a constituency going. That's it. I'm for Mark Warner because everyone's for hate, but Mark Warner's not. And he's got a bill to say otherwise. Thank goodness we solved the hate problem. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, coming up next, this new anti-racist constitutional amendment. I kid you not, it's laughable, just like the story we just covered. Your phone call is next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and AM, 820 WNTW. <coughs> Richmond's Conservative Compass, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Scott's talking about stuff that ain't no place. He don't like people that hate. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. I'll never want to play this song ever again. Virginia citizens. Earlier today, he said, do, do. (laughs) 454-1366. 454-1366 on a Friday afternoon on your drive home. Professor at American University, which I find funny. A professor at American University is convinced that we need to pass an anti-racist constitutional amendment. Now, that's right up there with the hate. That's right up there with the hate. Those are the same exact thing, you know. No, you, it, you, you know, you're not going to fix racism by passing a constitutional amendment that says no racism. No racism. <laughs> you mean you're not going to be able to stop hate with a bill that says no hate act? Uh, Wait a minute. I'm how you something. say no. What is the left doing? They're so weird no. sometimes. This is weird. Listen to this. This is the professor. Listen to his take on this. Hi, my name is Ibram X. Kendi. Excuse me? Hi, my name is Ibram X. Kendi. Ibram? Ibram X. Kendi. And I think the best way to fix politics is to pass an anti-racism amendment. Okay. Fix politics. Fix politics. What about all the people who aren't political that are just racist scum? What about those guys? You know what's interesting about this? There's a train of thought in America that sees America as a horrible place. This guy's one of them, okay? Yeah. Then there is the rest of the world who looks at America. Seriously, they want to come here. You're talking about Timmy? Uh, no, I'm talking and, about, no, I'm talking about the rest of the world who looks at America and says, I want, to, I want to come there. And if there's a natural disaster, I want Americans to come help. And there's people who see America still as a shining city on the hill. There's still people who outside our country who look at America as really their only hope. Yet Americans here like this guy and Democrats despise America. It's really interesting that the only really people who think America sucks are the ones that are here. 
And then there's out there going, man, if there's a natural disaster, I hope America comes and not the UN. If there's a way I could leave my cesspool country and come to America, I would love that. They look at America. And they would love it. And they would love it here. People don't come here and go, this place sucks. It's so racist. I wish they had an anti-racist constitutional amendment. Nobody thinks that. If someone comes here and then over the years feels that way, they've had an outside influence called a racist pig, American, that has indoctrinated them indoctrinated them into a world that's not real Imagine, it's into their world their their thought world i guess if pathetic. you i guess if you're here and you think america sucks and offer, offers no hope what's your future look like seriously if it's you're not told, right i think you should move if you if you're told your whole life that america's racist and sucks guess what your life is going to suck now the opposite is true if you're here and someone goes, welcome to the greatest country, there's nothing you can't do in this great country, you're going to succeed. We have a party called the Democrats who do nothing but tell you it sucks here and that you have no hope without them. And you should run from them as fast as you can and go make some nice conservative friends. <laughs> All right, here's, the, here's more of this whacked professor talking about his anti-racist constitutional amendment. Is to pass an anti-racism amendment. When we think about our democracy and, and one of the reasons why it's fractured and one of the reasons why it's always been fractured has been because of racism. And, so- and your amendment will fix it. Just give me an amendment to the Constitution. It's all, this guy's a whack, obviously. It's He's fractured. A He's only a professor of your students at a university, so don't worry about it. In order to truly eliminate racial inequities, we have to eliminate racist policies. We have to constitutionalize the idea that a racial inequity is caused by a racist policy. What's a racist policy that exists? Is there one today? I'm looking for one. I'm trying to think of a racist policy. I need some help with this, maybe. 454-1366, what's a racist policy? I mean, it's today. Give me the policy that's racist today that this... We have to prevent... Yeah. That, How about the one that says all men are created equal except for the people in the LGBTQ community? Oh, is that in there? Because I haven't read that I yet, haven't read that either. It's got to be... According to... Uh, according to these people, it's got to be in there. It's got to be in there somewhere. Yeah. All right, Mr. Professor, continue, please. We have to prevent public officials from dividing Americans through racist ideas. You can't necessarily... And who does that, by the way? What's a racist... public official gets together and says, hey, we're going to have a racial town hall. I'm going to teach you how to divide you from (laughs) people who aren't racist. Actually, you know who does that? Democrats do that. They get together and say... Yeah, but they they use use some slick language. That makes it look like it's not. Yeah. That's true. They they use fancy language. That's true. Like... Hey, there's going to be free hamburgers and hot dogs and something like that. <laughs> Get there. Right. Mr. Professor, uh, please continue. Through racist ideas, you can't necessarily fix political divergence and political difference. But what you can fix is making sure those ideologies are based in facts, are based in reality, are not based in bigotry. I'd go along with you can't fix stupid more than what he just said. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, like Dad used to say. You're born stupid. It's for a long time. Yeah. Here's what this uh, this anti-racist constitutional amendment would do. The amendment would make unconstitutional racial inequality over a certain threshold. It would also establish and permanently fund. Get this: the Department of Anti-Racism or DOA. Dead on arrival. 
<laughs> well, it couldn't mean that, but it actually means Department of Anti-Racism. Permanently fund. Permanently fund. They can't fund. use words in uh, bills and amendments and things like permanently. You imagine this? Imagine a federally funded from the permanently federally funded in the Washington the D.C. end of time. Department of Anti-Racism, and it's composed of formally trained experts on racism and no political appointees. It, it, this, this DOA would be responsible for pre-clearing all local, state, and federal public policies. Wow. This is a liberal dream. The DOA would empowered would be empowered with disciplinary tools to wield over as policymakers. What? Yeah, these are no... Po- not this political at all. Crazy. But they have the power. The power to... They can walk in with the big stick and say, hey, politician, I'm going to crack you in the head. I mean... That's really great. They have the ability to do just that. The anti-racist constitutional amendment. It sounds actually racist. Your phone call's next. 454. I think it might be dead on arrival. 1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee Brothers, on 820 WNTW. Say that one more time. Oh, 454-1366, 454-1366. John, the Latino Lee Brother from Chesterfield, you're on... AM820 WNTW, you're on FM92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Hey, buenos tardes, mi hermanos. Buenos tardes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm I, not I, sure I, I've said I can't believe else. this guy. I can't believe this guy. He's, he's, he's a college professor. They're going to come up with a constitutional amendment to outlaw. Is, is he kidding? No, unfortunately, uh, it's real. I mean, he's got it all, he's got it all dialed in here. He might be I, the first I, I, one I, I, to take away. I'm 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 wondering what about the words that all men are created equal? Where did that come from? Oh, oh did he think of that? No, I've heard that once before, but I'm trying to remember where. It's outdated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so, it's so <laughs> 1776. I mean, come on, we're we're past I that. I mean, you know what? It's interesting and, that and this the thing guy. Is, yeah, go ahead. The thing is, this will give the government absolute total control over literally every facet of our life. And the people that will uh, run this for the government are going to be people who think like this man, liberal, progressive morons. That hate America. That hate America, by the way. You did the math, John. Great call. That was, uh, (laughs) you figured it out as as we did. And um, I just hope more people do. By the way, you can't too. Can be an honorary Lee brother with an honorary Lee brother bumper sticker. All you have to do is agree with it's everything really we say. Nice, it's actually not true. High quality vinyl <laughs> would sell for probably a dollar or more in a store, <laughs> <laughs> and you can get one free by emailing us patriots at the Lee Brothers No, seriously, patriots the second at one is a dollar, but the first one is free. The Lee Brothers I will send you two. Email us and uh, we'll get you one. Seriously, we have a stack of these honorary Lee Brother bumper stickers. Third right. one's a dollar. Check us out at wntwtheanswer.com. wntwtheanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers station to our page. Two great videos there. Does government make you fat? And gun grabbers exposed. Great videos. wntwtheanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you there. 
Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and AM820 WNTW. That wasn't so pretty. No opinion, no slant, just the facts. Yeah, right. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. The power of the speaker is awesome. Just after 534. Outside out the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. We are the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Sitting on the James. My co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes is far left. Is Richard Lee. Yes. All right, our phone lines are open. We decided to open them just for you. 454-1366. 454-1366 is how you get in touch with the only two-headed talk show in Richmond. The Virginia State Fair is here. How about that? Are you a big fair? You, you like the fair. You always send to like the fair. Hey, me? Yeah. I haven't been to yeah. the fair in, I don't know how many years. It's, it's been us. We were it's there. last time I went to the fair. I went to the fair with you. And we did, we did uh, a man, on, man the on the street interviews. It happened to be college day. So it was packed with college students. And we got a hold of a group of them that were, it was like talking to a really nice set of fence posts. <laughs> Dressed nicely. Seriously, their hair was combed. Dumb but, as fence posts. And these were college graduates. It, well, you know what was, what was bad about it? That was their senior year. I mean, they were, yeah, well, it was their senior year. We were talking to them about it was a presidential race that year. We were asking questions about constitution. Yeah, just you know, who was the? We asked who was the first president. I think I think one may have got that right. Others were like, Oh no, uh, Eisenhower. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. One said Kennedy. One said Nixon. And the, then what was interesting is the teacher came up and shoot us away. Absolutely. Don't, don't answer these guys' questions. What do you mean don't answer our don't questions? talk to any more of the students here. We're like, why? We're asking why? questions. Are about, you like the man on the street police? I mean, <laughs> who are you? Why, why can't we ask them questions about who's number 16th president was? When was the signing yeah. of the Declaration of Independence? You guys are their professors? Is, that's why, is that why this exactly. is like interviewing Expose shovels? ignorance. <laughs> Is this like like we're interviewing farm tools because these people are like rocks? You know, it was we embarrassing. Get more information from someone's pet dog because these people don't know anything. I think we ask squirrels questions. are more intelligent. We ask simple things like, um, do you use a, use a litter box? Yeah, we didn't ask those. Uh, sometimes, no, but, but seriously, they're very if simple. There's one questions. nearby. <laughs> but the, the thing is, is they would all laugh and giggle, and they were wrong. And they give these horrific answers, these dumb, unbelievably stupid answers. Now, I would, I would love someone to go to the Virginia State Fair with a microphone and do that again. Maybe we should go up there and do that. Um, now, I wouldn't mind going. Can we get in with our press badges? Can we say where the Lee brothers and get in? They would laugh at us and say no. But my, my point is, how much did they let us in? Well. They got plenty it's of cool food. I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the fair. I, I'm really not. I'm not a fan of the fair. I like I, the shish kebab there, if it's still there. I don't know if it's still there. You mean if they there. could take the food truck and set it outside the fair? They could just put the shish kebab grill outside the That's fair. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I don't care about That the, way we don't have to go in. We can what just, do they call them? Elephant ears? I don't care for those. What? What's an elephant ear? It's this big slab of bread covered with powdered sugar. It's called an make, elephant ear? I can I've make never even heard of better that. at home with powdered sugar. I've never even heard of that. I just eat the powdered sugar. I mean, 
It's what it, you've never heard of an elephant ear. I've never Seriously. heard of an elephant ear. Oh, come That's on. Right. No, I'm not. I'm not I've you've never heard, heard of an elephant ear. You've probably eaten one. No. Well, you probably look forward to the fair because you like them so much. I bet Mark, you. Mark, have you heard of an elephant ear? You heard of an elephant ear at the fair? Ah, see? Come on. I bet 454 1366. I guarantee you no one's heard of an elephant ear. 454-1366. I'd I love to hear. Pay the first to person to yes. call and tell us what that is gets a free honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker, which probably doesn't mean much to you. But anyway, 454-1366. You know what, so I'd like negative. To do? you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to go to the fair and ask people who Alexander Hamilton is and what did he do? Why is he so famous? So I know that guy. He made little small kitchen appliances and stuff. <laughs> and he's got... I would be impressed if someone said that. I would be really <laughs> impressed if someone said that because the answers we would get would be so far-fetched, ridiculously Here, here we go. Let's do this. 454-1366, if you can call us and tell us what made Alexander Hamilton so unique and important to our country, uh, we'll give you two honorary Lee Brother bumper stickers. And we'll give you a hint. It wasn't the blender. 454-1366. Or apparently, the toaster. Apparently, people in Richmond like Hamilton. The, the tickets went on sale this morning. There were a thousand people lined up to get early access to these tickets. Really? Yeah. And uh, so Hamilton really? makes his debut in November, which, which by the way, I would love to go to this Hamilton play. I heard it was very good. I'm a huge Hamilton fan, and I would love to go. I'm not that big a Hamilton fan. Actually, he kind of lobbied for the monarchy during the Constitutional Convention and got shut down. He talked for like an hour and a half until the founding fathers said, "That's enough of you." But uh, anyway. yeah, but he died. In a duel. So that you got to like him for that. Uh, that's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah. 454-1366. David from Prince George. You're on FM 92.7 and AM 820 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Uh, how are you doing? Great. Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Good. Tell me about Hamilton. No, I don't know nothing about Hamilton, but uh, I do know a little bit about him. But uh, what I called you to tell you is... I. Uh, I've been at the fair, and I've heard about elephant ears. Uh, thank you very much. They, they, it's a real thing. They're, they're, they're saying, well, oh, let yeah. him answer. What is it? They're thinking I'm making it up as you go along. Uh, you would have to ask somebody what else what it is. I, I remember being over there, and I see the sign, and I oh, heard okay. elephant ears, but I, didn't, I wasn't willing to try it. It's a big slab of bread, sort of like donut bread that's covered in white powder. Sugar. I'm yeah, shocked. I'm shocked that I no one would want to eat an like elephant ear. If you walk through there and you see somebody eating this slab of bread covered in white powdered sugar, that's an elephant ear. So let me get this straight. You called us to tell us about the elephant ear, and you don't know what an elephant ear is, and you don't know who Hamilton is. He knows who oh, Hamilton knew, is. He said I so. Alexander Hamilton is. Yeah, I know who he is, and I, oh, oh, I know that, but... Uh, you know, uh, what else do you want me to know, tell you about it? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. What came first, the blender or the, the toaster? <laughs> uh, I think the uh, toaster came first. Yeah, bingo. He won a honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. Oh, we'll put you on hold for a second. Don't hang up. We'll put you on hold to get your information. Good job. We'll, we'll send you an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker, whatever that's worth to you. <laughs> All right, 454-1366, They retail for a dollar, so it's got to be worth something. If Hamilton was this popular in Richmond, and, and, and rightfully so, I mean, Richmond is the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the home of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry. We like the founding fathers. We're kind of a big fan of them. It doesn't. It makes sense to me, but I, but people need to tell me who he is. What did he do? Why is he famous? Was he a president of the United States? Was he? Why was he in a duel? 
Why? How did he die? Did he die in New York or New Jersey? Somebody tell me. 454-1366, get an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. According to Cindy Cressy, who's a spokesman for Broadway in Richmond, she said people lined up at 7 p.m. last night for the tickets for this Friday morning uh, uh, giveaway. Uh, not giveaway, but you could get And there's imagine 1,000 people in line. That's, that's a really good showing, man. 1,000 people wanted to get tickets to Hamilton? We should have been down there selling Lee Brother bumper stickers. <laughs> selling them? Yeah, you yeah. tell the people at the back of the line, you get a discount when you get to the front of the line if you have this bumper sticker. Therefore, That's brilliant. It's, therefore, that is it's, absolutely brilliant. You That's start at $5 at the back of the line, and when you get closer to the front, you slow it down a little bit. $3, $2. We could have done really well. The next guy in line, you give, him a, give it to him for a dollar. We just got a... Uh, just got a message from Morgan who says, come on, guys, a funnel cake is what it is. It's not, uh, uh, is that what it is? It's just a funnel cake? Is that what you're what telling me? Does it look here? like a tornado or uh, something? I don't know. That, I guess that's what an elephant ear is. It's a funnel cake. No, it's not. Well, I know what a funnel a, cake is. Hang on then. a second. I know what a funnel cake is. That's not what it is. <laughs> no, one call, no one calls it a funnel cake an elephant ear. They call it, get this, a funnel cake. You go there and there it is. Some people call it an elephant ear because they want it to sound bigger than a funnel cake. It doesn't sound good or even edible. How could they possibly take something that's big and shaped like an ear and call it a funnel cake? Funnel's that's not, not what like a funnel cake is. That's what I'm telling you. And by the way, if you had the choice between eating an elephant ear or a funnel cake, everyone in America knows what a funnel cake is. They're going to eat a funnel cake. And by the way, everyone what a loves cake it. Is. Don't be ridiculous. And I don't love it. Of course you know what a funnel cake is. <laughs> Alexander. Oh, my pen. Look at this. Alexander Hamilton was a very important man in the cause of freedom and liberty that began the, um, he was in the revolution. By the, by the way, he was right-hand man to, to Washington. He was right there beside Washington almost every moment. In fact, a lot of the things that Washington wanted written were penned by Hamilton in his handwriting. And Hamilton was very close to Washington and a big part of the Revolutionary War. He was there at Yorktown, the whole, the whole bit, so that's very cool. However, Hamilton was almost personally responsible for coming up with the Federalist Papers. He was the one that says we need to make the case for this Constitution. And 85 essays written by Alexander Hamilton, John Jay, and James Madison were critical in the entire adoption of the Constitution that we have today. Was Hamilton important to the founding? Unequivocally and without question, yes. Hamilton was kind of the brainchild behind. I thought you were going to say maybe the Federalist Papers. <laughs> maybe an amazing. What if they didn't like anything he wrote? By the way, he wasn't even born in the colonies. I'm sorry. What if he didn't? What if they didn't like what he wrote? Then he wouldn't be. Who's they? Clay. Anyone who read what he wrote. The Federalist Papers. You mean? Yeah. What if you? What if? What if his handwriting sucked and nobody could tell what he wrote? <laughs> I'm just saying. Nice. What if? Meanwhile, the country's here. And we have Hamilton, I believe, to thank for much of it. Your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and AM 820 WNTW. Lee and Lee, the trial lawyers of political talk radio. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. I think we have to rethink how we define what constitutes a successful economy. Joe Biden. He said constitute. 454-1366, the Lee brothers. All right, we are not giving away 
Hamilton tickets. We're giving away bumper stickers that make you an honorary Lee brother. Thanks See, for the 4,000 phone calls we got. <laughs> Scott buys some Hamilton tickets and leaves them lying around. We will be giving them away. <laughs> no, we won't. Um, That's, but not you, know what, you know what? You're very good at giving yeah. my things away. That's are gone. You've done that your whole life. His tickets are gone. <laughs> Where are my tickets? They're gone. So uh, <laughs> poor Mark in there has been, been feeding phone calls about Hamilton tickets. We don't have Hamilton tickets. I, I was wondering why we were getting so many phone calls. I guess that's it. We have you're bumper just, stickers. You're a negative we got, guy. We got bumper stickers. We just haven't. Craig from Midlothian. You're on FM 92.7 and AM 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Hey, did you say Craig or did you say Trey? Craig. Is your name Trey? Yes. I told Scott it was Trey, but he wouldn't listen to me. Trey uh, from Midlothian. Let me reintroduce you. Okay. That's fine. You don't have to reintroduce me. Listen, Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton were in a duel over honor. Uh, Alexander Hamilton was one of the framers of the Constitution, and he served under George Washington. So That's correct. That's enough. But you know what really astounds me? You guys were talking about when you went to the fair and you talked to the kids right. about history. Who doesn't know the first president of the United States of America? You'd be amazed. You I mean, would be amazed. You would be amazed. Oh, and He's then if you ask them who signed the Emancipation Proclamation, they don't know. If you ask them what was the Emancipation Proclamation, they don't know. Who signed the 1964 Civil Rights Bill, they don't know. I right. just love history. I'm sorry, guys. No, listen. We're, the, the the founding history is our favorite. Also, we we talk about it. We embrace it. We think our founding fathers were brilliant. We think that their uh, the ideals that they put forth from Locke and others is uh, is amazing. They've given us a republic, and like well, Benjamin Franklin said when he came out, he said uh, a republic if you can keep it. And so here we are trying to keep it. My question to you and to everybody in this country is. Where has that gone? Where has our logic gone? I mean, it astounds me the, I don't know, uh, naivety. Yes. Of, it's just incredible. I get so frustrated. I have to turn off the TV. I listen to Fox News. Well, listen, the, 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 the cool thing is, the, the posh thing to do now is to hate America. They hate the founders. Okay, they, that's that's they, a good trivia question for you. What does posh mean? Uh, in the fad, the cool thing, the the, no, the thing no. that. Excuse me. Where did it come me? from? I, I, Where did it come from? The sound your shoe makes when you're walking in the rain. I would like to hang up on this gentleman right now. In fact, I'm, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. Where 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 you come from? It comes from port out starboard home when they used to sail from New York to England and back. Port out starboard home. Excellent. You are That's a man of cool. history and a true. I won't forget that. Can we make him an honorary Lee brother? Is that Absolutely. okay, Richard? Okay. Welcome well, to you were supposed to make me one, and I never got my bumper stick. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's getting mad. Put him on hold, Mark. No. No, no I'm kidding. Listen, you, you guys are great. I listen to you whenever I can. I'm in the middle of doing yard work, and I stopped to get some gas, and I was listening to you. Oh, very radio. nice. Well, thank oh, you. Well, thank you, sir. Well, we will get All you right. your sticker. Don't go anywhere. Mark will get your information. We'll mail you an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. Thanks Promise so much, Greg. We'll go out this time. Or, or Trey. Thank you, Trey. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> it was perfect. All right, four five four thirteen sixty six. Hey, we're buddies now. Yeah. You know what? Listen, there is there's, there's a huge, ignorant 
ignorance in the in the founding of our country. There just is. But if we realize what our founding fathers did to, to establish our country, we have a completely different respect for them. I mean, the, the men who signed the Declaration of Independence— uh, signed a death warrant. Essentially signed the way their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred they honor. Did. They, and, they did. And they lost it all because of it. And and that that kind of um, uh, drive for things that are above themselves is lost today. We're more worried about, you know, how many friends we have on Facebook. By the way, we do count that. But anyway, um, or, or Snapchat or Twitter or whatever this world is. We're so Twitterfied now. Everything's about Twitter. I want the quick response to Twitter. And so I wish I knew how to use Twitter. <laughs> right. I'm struggling with that. I don't even myself. know how to find Twitter. What we care about today. The problem I have with Twitter is the fact that people call it Twitter. Tweet. Yeah, exactly. I can't stand that. Today, we're not concerned about Hamilton. We like the play, but we don't care who he was. We're not concerned about what Washington did on a Christmas day in 1776. We're not concerned about the Federalist Papers and what was meant by the Constitution. We're not concerned about limiting the federal government to expand our freedom. You know what we're concerned about? We're concerned about a doll that Mattel is pushing, a gender-fluid doll that is now made by Mattel that is going to be sold at Walmart and Target and places because kids kids want to be customized their new dolls with long hair and short hair or pants or skirts or both. Seriously? That's the dumbest Dumbest thing dumbest I've ever, ever heard. heard. Kids, it's ridiculous. Kids just want to be normal. Mattel is pushing gender fluid dolls now. Puke. Your they're, good, they're good for target practice, I guess. Four five four thirteen sixty six. We are the Lee Brothers, ninety two point seven FM and AM eight twenty WNTW. The Lee Brothers proclaiming liberty over tyranny on AM eight twenty WNTW. <laughs> Guess what? That's the end of the show. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Do you like wraps? Wraps are good. And they got the right kind of meat in them. Like elephant ear? I like a, a elephant ear wrap. I like a uh, shish kebab wrap. By the way, shish kebab at the fair used to be outstanding. I haven't been there in a while, so I don't know if it still is. But if it is, bring me one and I'll make a wrap out of it. I would love someone to go to the state fair with a recorder, ask some serious questions about, you know, simple things like the three branches of government, who's the vice president of the United States, you know, those kind of fun things and see what they know. And then ask them pop culture questions like, you know, who won the last Emmy or whoever. I don't even know what that would look like. But there you have it. Do that for us at the Virginia State Fair and enjoy the fair. Uh, How about who who won... uh the voice. Yeah. Or I, American Idol. Yeah, no kidding. Everyone knows who won those American things. Idol. Of course, we have no clue, but somebody must so know. Who won American Idol? Oh, I know that one. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, that's right, that's right. Name the third president of the United States. Um, Richard Nixon. <laughs> that's terrible. Bingo. By the way, the third president was a truly great Virginian. Truly great Virginian and American. All right, check us out at WNTWTheAnswer.com. WNTWTheAnswer.com. There's two great videos. Did government make you fat or is it your spoon? And gun grabbers exposed at WNTWTheAnswer.com. I want to blame America. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you right to our page. Check us out tomorrow morning from 8 to 10 and Sunday 8 to 10. Thanks for joining us. Be careful in your commute home. 
And we'll see you here next Friday right here on FM 92.7 and AM 820 WNTW, The Answer in Chester. You'll need your head examined. That's what you'll need. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.